When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Yes, uh, hello everyone. Uh, flying on from the run home. Uh, Peter Vlahos filling in for Paul Hazelby today with Damien Martin. We're now into the Drive program with Peter Vlahos and Kim Hagdorn. As we review round 23, we've got a bye this weekend and then we roll in to the first week of AFL finals. We all know who's playing who and the dust has settled and we've got a game here Saturday night, 6-10 on the 2nd of September, Fremantle against the Western Bulldogs. Kim Hagdorn, a very good evening. Was it third? The third, I think. Well, no, was it the second? <laughs> anyway, great to see you, mate. Good what day, a, what a weekend. You got your breath back? Oh, not quite because uh, it just doesn't end, the AFL, does it? And I know... Uh, you, know, you and Damien have uh, just well and truly covered a lot of the events uh, from within the AFL, but I think that's that's in it in a nutshell. It just never never rests, and that's why you don't have a chance to really get your breath. You just start to think, well, got a week off. But during the course of this week, it'll be quite uh, quite frantic again with uh, coach chase. You know, what are Essendon going to do now to try and find themselves a coach? The talk about Essendon is that they're going to try and find a you know, an experienced coach, someone who's coached a sen- at senior level, that they want an Essendon person and back in Essendon. Uh, that's not going to be an easy an easy find, especially with the, the arrogance with which they've gone about things, Essendon. They thought they had uh, Alistair Clarkson at this time, or say last Thursday, we were absolutely convinced that Clarkson mm. had taken the job. It was going to be announced the next day or so. Uh, and Essendon felt that way also. That's that's a fairly long-winded story to go back through. But uh, it, was, it wasn't until about 5.30, uh, 6 o'clock Perth time last Thursday that Clarkson said to Essendon, I'm not coming. I'm not going to take that offer. I'm going to go to North Melbourne. It so was, what change do you think, Hags? Money. Simple money. Massive. Like, well, they massive. came in with a counter offer. Did they, North Melbourne, at the end? And I'm not going to believe anything ever that the AFL might say about their involvement in it. They wanted Clarkson at North Melbourne. wanted Clarkson at North Melbourne. Clarkson goes to North Melbourne for about $1.5 million a year and AFL ambassadorial money on top of that. Wow. So it turns into about a $10 million deal over five years. And Essendon were trumped. Essendon thought they were going to about to get Alistair Clarkson's signature. We were all raging. That, it, that Clarkson's going to Essendon. He's told Essendon for weeks, you're the club I'm keen to coach. As early as Monday of last week, my understanding is that Clarkson and his management had said to Essendon again, put, us to, put an offer to us now because it's crunch time. And Essendon's deal was, was, was absolutely trumped with AFL assistance on last Thursday for Alistair Clarkson to take. It's a whopping deal. And part of the ambassadorial uh, component for Alistair Clarkson is to continue to help the AFL with their move into Tasmania. Mm-hmm. So one way or another, Alistair Clarkson, the Tasmanian sort of identity, he's been strong in the move over the last 12 months as well while he's been out of the game, and that's part of the ambassadorial payment to assist the AFL. Now, I know it's a long bow, but that indicates to me that while he's at North Melbourne, you can never discount 
if he's getting ambassadorial money from the AFL to help with the push into Tasmania, that North Melbourne will always be a bit uneasy about whether they could be the team that's relocated to Tasmania. However, we're waiting for a, a latest from the AFL. I was just going to say, that's, that's due to drop uh, in yeah, the next few this, days. Yeah, so, uh, but uh, it was the bottom line in the end of it, the Alistair Clarkson move to North Melbourne was a lot about a whopping deal that is AFL-assisted. Interesting, because Tasmania and the the government there and even the authorities are saying, mm. we want a standalone team. We don't yeah. want a relocated team. So that is a bugbear at the moment as much as the stadium is down there. Well, I also think, Peter, that wouldn't, would we all, would the AFL prefer North Melbourne to rise and survive in Melbourne still and to have a fresh, have a, have a totally standalone team out of Tasmania? I certainly would. We've said for many years that 10 teams in Victoria is too many. I think even some of the AFL future modelling is that 10 teams in Victoria is ultimately unsustainable. But if it proves that they can rebuild on the back of the Clarkson era and the Clarkson hype, if they can sell the club get players in, start winning games next year. They'll clearly get assistance from the AFL in terms of probably even a priority pick. I mean, they've won two games this year and, what, four last year. They finished last both years in a row. They'll go to the – I've already been to the AFL North Melbourne, haven't mm. they? Ask for a priority pick, a compensation pick somewhere. They might get one at, say, late in the a last pick on the first round, for instance. So that would be pick number 19, 20 or 21, depending on how the first uh, few picks go in with – with, uh, with young Ashcroft going as number one. North will have number two. West Coast will have number three. So North might have another pick at the end of all that. All of that is going to help Alistair Clarkson. The other thing that we, we said last Thursday, we've said for weeks, is that certainly Alistair Clarkson is getting very good assistance from some of the real heavy-hitting heavy AFL player agents. And we've harped on about some of the Fremantle boys that are, that are on the market. My understanding is that Colin Young... Uh, who's a top AFL player agent. We know him out of Western Australia. He's regarded around the country. Maybe even have to has told Fremantle last Friday, Alan uh, uh, David Walls, the uh, list manager mm -hmm. at Fremantle, that uh, the players we've been talking about, Blake Akers, Rory Lobb, Griffin Logue, Bailey Banfield, are going to ask to be traded in the trade period once Fremantle have finished their, uh, their program this year. So all of those players, and most of them, Akers and Logue in particular, have good offers on uh, uh, aimed at them to go to North. Yeah, and oh. so too there'll be there'll be watch for the Brad Hill story to grow again out of St Kilda to go to North. He's with Colin Young. Ah, okay, Brad Hill for his fourth AFL club. Okay, Hags, before we come back, so I'm really keen to pick your brains now that the West Coast Eagles season is done and dusted, and they finish with two wins and twenty losses. It's hard to fathom, actually. What happens this week now at West Coast? Because I know there'll be a lot of player interviews and they'll be looking at their list and see what happens there. Um, what about Adam Kingsley? The other big story today mm. has been appointed as coach of the Greater Western Sydney Giants. To me, when someone said Adam Kingsley's got the Giants job, I sort of took a step back thinking it was never even discussed. Oh, in, he in was talking about. No, he was. Oh, he, well, him and Adam Uze were the backups. Well, Adam Uze was. I'd never really heard a lot about Adam Kingsley. But anyway, he's got the job. He's not a high profile person. We had spoken about James Hurd possibly because he was there in assistant capacity with Mark McVeigh, great mates at GWS. Whether Hurd could be a, an option, that would certainly bring a few headlines to Greater Western Sydney as a, as a community and as a geographical area. Well, and commercial potential. So, as well. where does that leave? Heard. I know Sheedy's on the board. He's been there seven months. Reportedly, he's pushing for Heard to get involved back with the Bombers. 
There is a division on the board. I think there's a division amongst supporters. There's a division amongst members. It'd be a pretty difficult decision to bring James Hurd back for 2023, wouldn't you believe? I reckon you'd get some backlash from some Essendon fans. However, remember back when they had that big night uh, in about two-thirds way through the season? I need to look at fixtures as to which game it was. But the big night at the MCG, Essendon's home game, and they had a lot of greats walk out onto the ground under spotlights and so on. And uh, James Hurd seemed to be roundly received, well received. It was a it was a rousing reception when James Hurd walked onto the MCG that night. You wonder if that wasn't a reflection of enough of the Essendon fans and faithful, where they would sit in terms of corporate support. So if the likes of Sheedy, in particular Kevin Sheedy, that are working behind the scenes, and I, Kevin Sheedy was heavy into the Clarkson move, mm. and they needed to move some of the board members who were in opposition to that because they were supporting Ben Rutten to have an, at least next year, finish this season and have next year. And there were those at Essendon who, as I understand it, just said, we must pounce on Clarkson. So the talks had started. And I checked back through some notes and checked with uh, one or two contacts today, Peter, as well, that it was it was back in June when Essendon had lost in round 15 here to West Coast, where they first decided, look, Ben Rutten's got to move on. We, we should have been able to beat West Coast, even though it was in Perth. Mm. Let's look at Clarkson. And so it was, a, it was a small consortium, a breakaway group. They didn't have full board endorsement, but there was one or two board members involved in it, and other board members have jacked up, and they, they had to make a move at a board level. So that particular group, it looks as though, are very supportive of the prospect of James Hurd getting back to Essendon, whether as coach or whether as a, an assistant coach, whether Dean Solomon would be seen as someone who could coach. But they want experience. They want, they want experience and they so want who, an that, Essendon person. And that narrows the field considerably. Yeah, exactly. So who do they look at? Who are the names, experience, possibly a person with Bombers' uh, heritage and pedigree? There's not many there. James Hurd is at the top of the list. Does Damien Hardwick get a call? Ah, mm, interesting. Yes. I think they can win their first final, Richmond. Just quite, I think they'll beat Brisbane. In, yeah, in no. Brisbane. Brisbane were just disgusting were terrible. On, and on, on Friday night. And what's terrible. more, since then, there has to be a change of captain. For yeah. many- so uh, that was going to be on my next question. Uh, we discussed it a bit on the run home yeah. with Damien Martin because he was a leader of a very high-profile sporting franchise, the Perth Wildcats. And I said, had you done that, what would have happened to you? He says, I would have been sacked. Well, hang on. This is going to sound disrespectful, Peter. I don't think that's a good hypothetical. Why? Damien Martin would never have even contemplated. No, he wouldn't. Let's draw a better hypothetical. But but he is a captain. Okay, but 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 I can't believe an organisation. I can't believe the non-activity of Brisbane here. No. Now the AFL says it's lost an investigation. We know what's happened. You could you could investigate the thing in ten minutes. That investigation should have been launched at about eleven o'clock Friday evening Eastern time. Because from about quarter past eight here, Perth time, quarter past ten, we all sensed something really terrible had gone on. To drive such an elite level of sports person and strong person as 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 Petty, Harrison Petty. Harrison Petty, yeah, to drive, for two years. To drive an elite sports person who plays a gladiatorial sport as AFL or if it was an NRL or, or something like an NBA, to drive a player to tears on national television, international television, mm. if you want to think about where the, you know, the, the, the pay TV goes, to tears amongst his mates when they're trouncing the opposition, uh, you thought you knew straight away this is something pretty serious here. This mm. is, and, and unfortunately, I've been well informed 
as to what it was. Because yeah. I felt over the weekend, I thought, I'm going to have to, I, I, I reckon something bad's gone on. And I'm not so sure I want to know. But come early in the week, if we're publicly discussing this issue, it'd be handy to know, to be very careful about what we might say. And what has gone on, the AFL Players Association, the AFL Players should be taking some action on it. They should be having an investigation of their own, let alone the AFL. So that investigation should have been launched before midnight Eastern Standard Time on Friday, Peter, mm. because investigators should have gotten in touch with some of those club personnel. And certainly by about Saturday afternoon, we should have known the sanction that was available or on offer to the likes of Z- D- Dane Zorko because what he did was just – it was disgusting. So what should happen? He, he should, should be stood he, down. From he the, should be stood down as a captain. Leaders don't do well, that. I think that was going to happen anyway. I, I, I think Lachlan Neal is a lock. Excuse the pun mm. to be captain of Brisbane next year, and I think that's been on for quite some time. And I don't even discount that when he did sign an extension for quite a lengthy period of time, Peter, back you know it's it's well mid-season, that captaincy of the Brisbane Lions from 2023 onwards was on the cards for Lachlan Neal. But now now it's a lock. And frankly, the Players Association should be taking some action against Dane Zorko because they should be able to find out what was said. And you can't accept that. No, fair enough. All right, uh, we're going to take a break and then we're going to focus in on uh, the finals coming out, in particular Fremantle. And naturally, what's West Coast going to do? I see that Port Adelaide, who had that showdown, that was a great game. I really enjoyed watching that. Robbie Gray send off. one sided. It, it was. But out. I just thought the emotive aspect, and Port Adelaide were bloody good. Why, they, why, they, what, they, they played for him, particularly after half time. Why did they lead into that game with such uh, trash talk? I mean, it was pointed trash talk. Yeah, it wasn't it was. just basketball. Ollie or, Warren's Brownlow medalist. Yeah, yeah. but And also captain, like Tom, Tom, Tom Jonas. Jonas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- 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 it was it was so pointed about what they believed about the arrogance and 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 and, and the status of hey, they Adelaide. Were, they were honest, but they lived up to it. Oh, that's they. It they was have... really good to watch, yeah. and I tell you what. I, and our rivalry <laughs> here is a long way behind. I oh, watch, no, no, don't start ha- that. No, don't start it that. It is haggers. No, I, no. I, I said with Damo, they panned through the crowd, and. Everybody was applauding. The Port Adelaide supporters were applauding Robbie Gray at the end. It panned to the Adelaide Crow supporters a pocket. Not one clap, not one oh, and, expression. And do you, have you forgotten some of the derbies? Have you forgotten nah. the booing of, of uh, Chris Judd? Can I tell have you? Have you forgotten the treatment on, of on. the car boys you, on Daniel Kerr you, you and don't, ben you don't, Cousins? You don't think you, the Eagle supporters that were here in the derby certainly congratulated David Mundy on his career? Now, please. And they just stood there as statues and said, nah, we're not going to acknowledge him. I've said this to you before, and it's it's offensive. What's offensive? What am I about to say to you? (laughs) (laughs) And I've clarified by saying, I've said this to you before, you're judging West Coast and their history on what West Coast is now. And West Coast right now is nothing like they have been for the other 36 years of their existence, Peter. It's a totally different body right now. They're, it, they're not a good outfit at the moment. I know. Field. I know they're not a good but I just reckon it's lost a bit. And because it's been so one-sided, like what the Eagles up until this year had won how many derbies in a row? 11. Exactly. That is not a rivalry, Haggers. That is not a rivalry because you go to the but game. The score was 30. Going into last weekend's derby, so, so two yeah. weeks ago, um, the score was 32-22. Yeah. And don't forget that it was 9-0. At the start. So take that nine off 32. What's that? 23? Yeah. 23, 22 roughly since the West Coast Eagles had absolutely obliterated Fremantle in the first nine 
And not not every one of the nine. The last couple, I think the one before they won, they lost by four points. Damien Drum's Damien Drum's first derby, lost by four points. So the, the rivalry, I I I don't take that the. South Australian rivalry is any better than I West Australian it's Derby. I reckon it's better. And I've spoken to a couple of West Australians. One, Scotty Cummings, who I work with. Uh, he just says it's a, it's a different level. Anyway, we're going to take a break. A well, quarter, he played in both. Correct. Quarter past five. Come and join us on the Tempera Bedshed text line. Haggers is fired up. I'm fired up. I'm going at him tonight. And we haven't even got back to my notes yet. No. Zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. The Tempera Bedshed text line. Or you can join us on the Scarborough Toyota open line. 13 12 55. As I said, Port Adelaide have acted. Taj Schofield, of course, the son of uh, Jared Schofield, the assistant coach at the Eagles. Former Lions Sam Mays and Sam Skin have been delisted from Port Adelaide today and Carl Amon who played well that night last night uh, on Saturday night confirms that he wished to explore free agency so there you go movements already at Port Adelaide what movements are going to be happening at West Coast we'll tell you more after this